Hey, 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 what's going on, good people? What's up? You've tuned into another episode of Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not. I am Jackie Tyra. Hey, happy Friday. I know. How are you? I'm good. You know, it's a beautiful day in Chicago. It is. It is such. I'm sleepy, though, for some reason. Really? I am. How was your day? You know what? My day was my day was very productive. Thank the Lord for that. I always pray for peace, peaceful and productive days. So um, my day was very productive. I got up. I went to the gym this morning. Ooh, which okay. I mean, like I mean, like physically went to the gym because I'm like, what? What the world? I saw this morning that I got charged for it. So I said, I'm, I said, you know what? Since you you didn't you didn't hit my card, let me just <laughs> let me just. I said okay. Well, I'm like I might as well get my thirty days worth since you didn't hit me for it. That is so. That is some motivation, honey. You know what I'm saying? I'm like no, you because at first I thought I can't. I really thought I canceled the membership wow. because I mean I was working out here or whatever, and okay. so. Um, so, so this is March. I, I honestly low key thought I canceled it like in January or something like that, <laughs> but I was like, okay, you keep hitting my cards, so you know what? I'm just gonna go. And so it was, it was very, it was very nice. Um, it wasn't like I, I went, let's see, what time was it? I think it was, it was before 10, so there wasn't a, a, a lot of people. It was, I mean, it was it was more people than I thought it was going to be for it to be, um, you know, early in the morning and, you know, for, for it to still be a weekday, I thought more people would have been at work, but now the people that was in there, they was getting that, getting they, getting they workout on. And I was, you know, getting my workout on. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Come on motivation. All right. So. Well, that sounds good. Um, do you think you're going to keep going or are you going to cancel it? No, 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 no. I think I'm going to keep going, especially you know this month since you already hit me for it. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Um, again, because I mostly you know I work out here or whatever, but I'm, I'm going to keep going because I did, you know, a few um exercises that I normally don't do here, but because you know they had the machines available mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so I was like, you know what? Okay, okay, you know, because now the weather is, is trying to break. Ooh, thank it's try- God. <laughs> it's trying, you know what I'm saying? It's trying to break. We're not totally out the woods yet because it's still going to be 39 on Sunday. So, you know. Did you go but- out today? The sun was shining, but it was still, it was it was biting. The wind was Yes, biting. it was. It was. So, after I came from the gym, uh, I go to the one... I go to the Planet Fitness over there in Evergreen Park. I like that one because, even though I, I live in South Shore, I like that one because if I have, like, other errands to run, like, the bank is right there, and then um, uh, Walmart, of course, is right there. So all in that little vicinity right there, you can do, like, your your little running around, and then I can head back east and come home and then not go back out. Mm, okay. So Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's my day. How was your day? It was good. Um, I did the opposite of working out. <laughs> oh, what you? I ate all day. <laughs> no, you didn't. What you eat? Um, I had 
pork tacos and Ooh. guacamole for lunch. Okay. And then for dinner, um, and we were at this little restaurant in, I guess that would be Pilsen, um, on 18th called Ruby's Tacos. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And then, so shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Miss Jasmine's. I ca- when I called you earlier, yeah, um, we had an event to go to that morning. Then went to or this morning. Then went to lunch. And then uh-huh. it, just trying to run errands. Um, you know, my boss was like, "Oh, well, let's go to Jasmine's Jars," and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah. <laughs> but by the time I didn't get in there and sat down, had like a look at the menu and stuff like that, I was like, "Oh, this this place is cute," and the food was good too, or the milkshake I had was good too. So I just been <laughs> eating all day, and I've been thinking like, "Ooh, you ain't worked out at all this week." Uh oh. <laughs> so kudos to you for taking care of your body. This week. <laughs> Well, you know what? Once the weather like becomes more consistent, I am going to go back to my lakefront walks because um, those six a.m. for me, those six a.m. lakefront walks are mm-hmm. uh, they're they're amazing. So for because for one, of course, the sun is coming up earlier and earlier, and then it's it's just it's just a real uh, peaceful setting uh, going walking on the lakefront at that at that hour of the morning. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes when I go out, it's like more between like seven thirty ish, or no, it would be after school starts, so like eight fifteen, eight thirty ish, between um, nine o'clock. And the sun isn't up really high, but I love the way it just kind of glistens on the water. It's so peaceful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. peaceful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So hopefully we'll we'll start to get some more consistent. Uh, weather going on up and through here so let's see if we could let me pull up the article i sent you let's see if we can get into the topic tonight uh let's see can i can i read tonight <laughs> let's see can i read and can it? i ask with tonight's topic i just feel like um it's something we've been talking about for years right this ain't mm-hmm. nothing new but it's funny how they're you know reporting uh reporting so the article is not a single student is proficient in reading or math at 55 chicago schools right Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's just it it feels very timely with the election season coming like we ain't talked about scores all year right (laughs) true you know what that is true lightfoot ain't said nothing about cps's you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So I'm going to read, like, this little blurb or whatever. So the the title, it said, mm, this advertisement is starting to get on my nerves. Not a single student is proficient in reading or math at 55 Chicago schools, this report says. Um, in 55 Chicago public schools, not one student met grade level expectations in either math or reading during the 2021-2022 school year, according to a Wire Points report. Out of 649 Chicago public schools, 22 schools had zero students who met grade level expectations for reading while no students were proficient in math in 33 schools during the 2021-2022 school year, according to a WirePoints report. Hmm. The data analyzed is from the Illinois State Board of Education annual reports, which details how schools within the states are performing. So, um, just off that little, because it, 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 
uh, goes more into depth. Just off that little information, um, I'm wondering, because again, I don't know, although, you know, we've been in youth development, you know, for a number of years or whatever, um, as far as like the, um, the in and outs of how like school data is um, obtained and this and that, I'm wondering, I guess my first question is, um, how how long? Because it said this is the twenty twenty one twenty twenty two. How long has has the the school been aware of this? And then my second question is because I'm like, how how does this data come about? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I would think if I was a principal, right? You always looking I, at data, like you know what I'm saying. If if I'm a principal and I found out that in my school, none of my students could read because they're basically saying these, these children can't read mm-hmm. right or they can't read on their um, expected grade level mm-hmm. so if I was a principal or an administrator I before this all this data got published and sent to ISBE and all the Illinois State Board of Education all that other stuff I I would I don't know have some sort of uh, meeting with my teachers and say, what the world is going on? How come our students can't read and they can't do math? You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me as somebody who has worked in multiple schools. It's hard okay. for me as somebody who you and I have been at different conferences uh, yeah. for, you know, after school programming. Like, yeah. why are we just now talking about this? Right. Okay, and even not even just now talking about this. I mean, like it is what what's the month? It is March, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you mean to tell me at what point during the school year? Because you've been looking at the if you've had this data, you've been looking at it at least since the summertime, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just really hard for me to to think that this is like. And where is Wirepoint from? Like, is this an yeah. organization? that's reputable is this an organization that's paying a certain candidate you know what i'm saying like who, where are we getting this information from yeah that's true too that is i true can put too. all the same stuff on wikipedia and <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts about it <laughs> you know what that is true that is true i wonder you know uh, how you know they go about their data collection and all this other stuff because to me uh like you said if they have been knowing this for quite some time or whatever because first of all how was anybody passing mm. that's how was anybody anybody passing right because if this if you've known about this since uh the the summer or even like the uh last fall or whatever how did anybody pass mm hmm you know what i'm saying well, no child left behind. People still, <laughs> it's in a lot of ways, have that mentality. So, but an entire, like, that's a lot of kids, right? Well, right. let's look at the numbers. So 649 schools, right? Yeah, I remember you doing this. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a lot of schools. <laughs> oh, we got a lot of schools in the city of Chicago, right? right? True. That's number one. Mm-hmm. 
third largest city in the in you know sometimes you, we're still called the second city so you know it's debatable right right but just in t- especially with thinking about you know how many people travel in from the suburbs and we don't really have a, a great system to talk about the number of students that are actually unhoused you know anyhow people are doubling up mm-hmm. but again that's a lot of schools with a lot of kids right right and you're telling me that not only is it unfathomable that these kids would be at zero for, uh, let's say, PDs or, you know, stuff that getting ready for the new school year starts in July, right? After, um, I think most teachers get like two or three weeks of a break, not even a full summer break, right? Mm-hmm. But especially if they're, I'm sorry, it's, yeah, especially if they're teaching summer school and stuff like that. So you mean to tell me, and we got teachers teaching summer school. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> But nobody passed at the end of last year. The kids went through summer school, so now they in their right grades. Right? At what point did y'all not share this information with parents, right? At what point <laughs> did y'all not share this information back with the school board and the school board then report this out? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, where? it's just, I don't know, Jackie. It's just so, it's, it's such a far-reaching type of uh Uh oh, you still there? You kind of went out. Hold on, y'all. Tyree, can you hear us? You were talking, and then now we can't hear you anymore. Hold on, people. Hold on. Right when she was making a good point, too. Hold on, people. Tyree, can you hear us? Yep. I'm sorry. There you go. There you go. Got a phone call, a FaceTime or something. Um, yeah. So, okay, I think I was saying that um, if you got this information early enough in the year, right, uh-huh. you could have also had in, we'll say, Jan- uh, July, August, September, December, you had four months <laughs> between mm-hmm. the summer programming and getting ready to come back into school, right? Yeah. Prepping teachers for a new year. You had um, two months of a trial basis, right? To see if y'all would actually at least turn it around, mm-hmm. right? And then two more months, right? Because I only went to December. <laughs> it's March. <laughs> right. You had January and February mm-hmm. to figure out a plan to turn things around to like help students become more aware of how important it is to like help them uh, stay motivated to take little small tests all these nw our schools are so over tested right that's true and then also i'm sorry can you read some of the stats for me again because it's like Ah, okay (laughs) Uh, we gotta we gotta keep saying like this don't even make sense what you're saying like yeah out of 649 uh, Chicago public schools, 22 schools had zero students who met grade level expectations for reading, while no student, no student were proficient in math in 33. So, so in 33 schools, none of the students could do math at their expected grade level. Okay. And also, which students are we talking about? second through i mean first through second grade students are we talking about it doesn't specify the grade problematic (laughs) that's number one right and i get to 
schools in Chicago are so unique. So, you know, they're their own little, we talk about this, or Jackie talks about this in the house, right? In the home. Yeah. Um, having all of these little subcultures and just different nuances, right? That every school has. So you mean to tell me 22 out of 649 schools have went, uh, what's the word? Invisible, mm-hmm, <laughs> unheard mm-hmm. at the district mm-hmm. level for mm-hmm. all of these months, right? And nobody said anything? <laughs> wait a minute, wait. Okay, so I'm reading down a little bit. Okay, so the article continues. It says maybe this will uh, provide a little bit more information or some stats. Within the state of Illinois, 30 schools did not have any students read at grade level during 2021 and 2022 school year. That's the... Uh, the report stated approximately 53 schools in Illinois have zero students proficient in math in 930 schools within the state. We're talking about the whole state. Okay. Just one out of 10 students meet math grade level expectations. The report Ooh. stated in 622 Illinois schools, one out of 10 students or fewer are reading proficiently how do you change something like that jackie i'm, I'm trying to figure out how i'm trying to figure out how do you how, do how you, you get, get there how do you <laughs> because i mean be, because for you have to have gotten this data suppose that this is concrete meaning like after all the the, the test scores have been calculated after all the grades have been in da, 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 da. after all this determination you saying that nobody can read nobody can't you saying can't nobody read a clock they don't know how to do math I mean on the other side of the stat was the math right don't right. know how to read a clock like right. which again which grades are you talking about <laughs> you're exactly exactly to, to know how to look at a, a especially a clock in a school cl- in a classroom right they don't have digital clocks right so you mean to tell me if it's first through second graders, right? You're mm-hmm. expecting them to know how to do some of these common common standard, first thing that we do in the morning, things that they would do at home. That's the type of level you're looking at them to be at, right? Mm-hmm. But if we talk about high school students, all mostly having having phones, like looking at um, being able to use a calculator, like this, in, this particular group is going to be more apt to be able to figure out things that require math but don't look like math on a on a test you know what i'm saying like Uh so again who are we talking about (laughs) right yeah i mean this i i don't know okay so like i mean because i know um i've I've seen some people on facebook talking about it like people like did some lives or whatever talking about or whatever Ooh, do tell you know Uh, give me give me all the (laughs) nitty-gritty right because you're not i need you to i need you to make um make another profile and get back on facebook um (laughs) uh so you know i've heard like some people um you know say uh you know of course they they got on the parents right Mm. Okay. They got on their parents uh, because how how is it that you don't know? Because I know people depend on that's good teachers that's a good. lot. Yeah, people depend on the teachers a lot. You know, people depend on the school to do to quote do their job right. But my thing is, how you know that your how did how did you not know that your child couldn't read? Because they're not doing home, they're not doing homework. Ain't nobody doing homework with these kids. What you want to know how I know? 
when my daughter brings stuff home mm-hmm. and I have to consist or no, when my daughter is inconsistent with bringing me her homework or saying, I have homework today. I'm asking a question. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody asking a question about why they don't have a lot of them do not. A lot of teachers, if what I'm seeing it, are comfortable. Um, it seems like making sure that the the onus is on the student. Right. To bring mm-hmm. their homework back. Okay. Because on the other side <laughs> is the teacher that doesn't get the response from a parent. Right. Right. The teacher that has reached out so many times that by the time I get to a certain month in the year, I'm I'm tired, right? Mm. Um and on the side of the parent, a lot of parents are going through a lot. Like we trying to make ends meet, right? Um, we have jobs like really stressful jobs of our own. Somewhere in the middle of that though, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, should be a the type of teacher that's going to say, I'm going to do a little bit more for this student. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Somewhere in there should be a a way to support that student from a school wide sense. If it's the parent. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also like to say that like some parents, like even parents could, I do see parents as being able to do more because some of the parents that I've worked with, um, have also felt uncomfortable doing homework with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's one thing to be able to tell, you know, a, a child do as I say, right. It's another thing to be able to tell a child, um, I'm going to teach you how to, you know, do help, help you solve a problem when you don't know how. Right. Um, I consistently have to talk to my daughter and say, Hey, if you don't have your homework, I can't help you, right? If you don't, if you don't bring your homework and you're not turning it into her, because there are weeks where she goes without turning her homework in, and I have to check in with her as a second grader, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm instilling that in her in second grade, because I'm the type of parent that wants to be, you know, involved. I'm the type of parent that is consistently thinking, oh, how can I best support her be better, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not that parent, then I'm not asking those questions. Mm. So I kind of get that argument, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that argument is really doing nothing for the child. Right. Right. So if you see that as an issue and it's the parent as an issue, how are we, what can we do to support parents? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like a tug of war that's going on you know, and the children are in the middle and so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you got the parents on one side, talking about, no, it's your fault, it's your fault, and then you got the school on the other side, talking about no, it's your fault, it's your fault. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, why y'all sitting up there hollering and screaming at each other, the, 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 Who's the child, you know what I'm saying, the child still can't read. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just, I don't know, but because of course, you know, uh, you know, Tyra and I, we've been in youth development for quite some time, and I have um, a passion and, and a heart for um, young people as they begin to phase out of um, them being children, right? Mm-hmm. Because, because we, because we've been adults 
you know, for quite some time. We know how ghetto it is being an adult, right? <laughs> um, we know how it is. You know what I'm saying? We've seen the instability in the job market. We've seen so many things, you know, that, you know, that adults have been thrusted into, right? You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, I want to uh, well, wave the red flag is the red no the, the white flag is mm-hmm, the white flag. I want to raise you know the red flag and say hey no you said red flag again that means war <laughs> all right all right okay so I'm like okay I want to you know uh white flag say, okay okay <laughs> and say hey you know you know I know you haven't so I feel like I there's this image that I have in my head is that I feel like a whole bunch of young people are like running up to me, right? And I'm just like, hey, 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 before they stop, before you get up here, it's some ghetto-ness behind me. And I want, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to run into all this ghetto-ness that I just experienced, whatever. So I, you know, so let's slow down a little bit before you reach to this other level or this go through this door that you're about to go through, right? Because you're going to go through the door regardless, right? Um, but at the same time, it's like, um, we, we were not, I was, I was, I would say that we were not, um, adequately prepared in some instances as we made our transitions into being an adult. A lot of the things that we learned, we learned on the fly. We, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, you know, learn as you go, you know, we got the on the job training. Right. Um, but I just don't feel as though that um, young people have to bump their head through life mm-hmm. in order to be successful. I just don't feel that way. So, and I'm just like, and I, and I want to be there to like to, you know, to, to, to warn a lot of them, whatever, because especially if you are experiencing things, having trouble now, and you are a teen, you know, young adult or whatever, it's because it, once you hit an adult, people are not going to care. Meaning, mean, meaning like, these these jobs, you know what I'm saying? These people out here, you know, that you're looking for resources as far as like, you know, uh trying to get your own apartment or whatever just that they they're gonna expect you to be on it. A lot of people that you know they they just don't care, you know what I'm saying? And so because I have experienced that, mm-hmm. I would hate to see somebody um behind me experience that and they don't have to. Mm-hmm. hmm That's real. And I think um it's interesting because I never understood what you're saying until I had a daughter. Like I knew the type of work I was doing was, Mm -hmm. was something that I enjoyed. I knew that I, you know, I prayed for parents (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I couldn't imagine um, at the time, you know, having to, having to be a parent. Like it was just, it was something that they would always ask me, like if I had kids and I'd be like, no, I got your babies. (laughs) Right. Having a child for me was not something that I was like excited to do, but I was always, you know, excited when I came in the classroom. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) so it's just interesting to me, like the, the fact that there are so many solutions and I mean, I'm sorry, let me say it a different way. So many gaps in mm-hmm. what we're talking about that at no point was, you know, was there anybody in the room to say, you know what, we could do better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a different way to solve this problem that we keep seemingly to bump our heads against. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for <laughs> like, at what, like, okay. So you talked about like, what would a principal say? Right. Right. 
I'm thinking about it even again from a CPS standpoint or from a, a district wide standpoint. Like y'all not going to meet it. Like there are no um, meetings of principals on the south side. On the, like at right. any point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, y'all mm-hmm. not talking to each other. Y'all mm-hmm. not networking. Mm-hmm. Like where CPS has a meeting. Like I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, not CPS. The the board has a you know a meeting. They have that every month, don't they? Don't they? Still yeah. Have that every month? Who's dictating mm-hmm. the stuff that we the fluff mm-hmm. subjects and the fluff? It must be fluff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because again, at what point did, did this information become public, and who did it come from? Right. And why ain't nobody talking about it? Like y'all not talking about how to solve it at any point? Y'all and, cool with it? Right. Not not trying to solve it, and no big shots of CPS is on TV trying to refute it either. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. no, you know it's really not like that or whatever this net. So I I have not heard anybody uh uh try to contradict any of this information. So my question would be then at those schools, what's the plan to change change the the, the direction of those students? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the slightest idea because I, I'm just like. Not only how how did it because if that if that was the case then somebody somebody is not doing their job on in in the um in multiple spaces in the leadership <laughs> space you know what I'm saying in the leadership space so 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 because okay you know just like any other um, worker once you go and you get um it's time for your year in review mm-hmm. right. You go and you get evaluated or whatever, and then you have you have to have that, you know, that hard conversation with your boss, and they tell you, you know, what I'm saying that you're not doing too good or whatever. It's not. Is anybody going to these principals and saying how come y'all you're not need the deliverable of the job? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is anybody coming down on these people that are in these high ranking positions and say, hey, you know, saying what's up because we put you in this position because you were supposed to be able to be a leader for, you know, for your staff, a leader for these teachers, a leader for, you know, for these children, as an example, whatever. And, and, and you are not delivering on that. Is anybody else? Because it, it's, it's easy to blame the teacher, right? It's easy mm-hmm. to write up the teacher, mm-hmm. easy mm-hmm. to discipline the teacher. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it is, is, the principal, um, you better preach, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Did, did the principal get wrote up? You know what I'm saying? So that that and that why always not? and why not? Because where is the checks and balance, right? Exactly, exactly. I'm I'm like uh, Erica always say that that boils my grits. <laughs> 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 that that is that that boils my grits every, every time I hear you know somebody that's always um uh trying to get on the support staff, right, and not necessarily on the leadership. Mhm. Mhm. And it it's the reason why after shelter in place, after uh a lot of people say after the pandemic, I feel like we're still in a pandemic, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um which also attributes to a lot of young people. I'm not going to say all of the schools that are named in this article cuz I I just don't believe the article. I'm going to say that outright, right? But yeah. for the stu- the the students who uh, are living through this on a uh-huh. day-to-day basis in CPS schools. I pray for you. You know what I'm saying? I need you just to know that. Like I, I'm praying that 
there is something that changes, you know, the directory of your path. Because again, think depending on which grades we use, and they're also building prisons off of this data. True. Came True. From. True. Even though it's a, it's you know, it's unfathomable that this would be the case. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to use. Somebody's going to come across this article and think that is is golden because they don't know no better and start investing in. Illinois prisons and start investing in guns to come into Chicago because they think again oh look at this they don't the kids don't want none the parents don't want nothing like the teachers ain't doing their jobs why would I invest uh you know or let me invest into the the rest of the chaos is what I'm saying I'm sorry that's maybe a very spiritual Mm -hmm. (laughs) spiritual way to look at it but it, it just this article everything about it breathes principalities like mm-hmm. no um, that's real that's that's real so i don't know i just it but i will say for the young people i think that was the point i was i went on a tangent <laughs> but um the the students who are actually living you know with not knowing how to read or feeling um like you know you're giving your best and it's still not good enough mm-hmm. um I'm wondering for those students, like what, what is going to be, because there are students that are, are beyond grade level because of having two years at home, right? no matter what the home life situation was, right? I was a working parent. I was working from home and still trying to make sure she had what she needed academically, but it was hard. Mm-hmm. And we still never have gotten a, a full, like people been sick. You know what I'm saying? Like people have had to take care of relatives that they maybe not had thought about having to take care of, especially in those early months, right? right. Where our, where Chicago shut down. Mm-hmm. People had to start rearranging their lives. So to say any parent, you know what I'm saying? We're all dealing with a lot. To say that any parent during this time frame is is the culprit of something, that's that's unfathomable. Right. Mm-hmm. Teachers having to teach from home without even being able to physically for those, the ones, the teachers that actually care. Right. We know there's some teachers out there that need to step away. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some teachers that are are ill motivated. Right. For why mm-hmm. they want to do this work. Mm-hmm. But for those that care, for those that, you know, take it seriously, for those that are community, you know, based mind have a, a mindset for bettering the community. Mm-hmm. there's no way that a student would be in my classroom and I'm letting them fail. Right. Yeah. 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 How do I, how do I change what I'm doing? That's what being a teacher is about. A te- being a te- in the classroom is very, you have to be very logistical. You have to be very strategic. Yeah. And you're looking, if you, again, if you care about your job, you're constantly looking at numbers. You're constantly looking at data. Mm-hmm. You're constantly looking at things like attendance. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if I'm seeing that, hell, I'll use my own daughter. <laughs> if I couldn't get my daughter up to go to school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that, you know, uh, also affect how much, how many learning hours she has? Right. Right. On a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and even thinking about the students like who had other connectivity issues, students who had multiple kids in in one room, sharing a room, and also trying to hear on two separate devices, right? Yeah. There are so many reasons why our young people should be behind. Mm. Mm-hmm. For us to sit here and act like, oh, okay, we don't know that this is a real, uh, this has been a real traumatic time for all of our babies, right? Mm-hmm. 
So we're on, on the other end, um, when we're talking about like the how and how we move forward, my, my hope for moving forward would be that we're a little bit more graceful in, in at least on for, to the people on the front lines, parents yeah. and teachers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also feel like, you know, um, those CPS meetings need mm-hmm. to be more strategic in just talking about data instead of constantly trying to you know give us all of these happy-go-lucky stories about stuff we know ain't happening in schools anyway (laughs) right (laughs) yeah yeah because uh, because to me um I know that um as of late you know um our outgoing mayor um you know in in the past it was like really um, I'm sorry you said that (laughs) Jackie (laughs) what what I say (laughs) I see why y'all call me the petty friend now. I am so sorry. <laughs> what you said that, and all I was hearing, you said, you know, I, the mayor that's no longer our mayor, and I thought of instincts. Bye, bye, bye. Like immediately <laughs> started playing in my head. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please continue. <laughs> y'all ain't praying. Y'all are not praying for y'all. Cole. Y'all ain't praying. Um, you know, but she, her, and her office always, you know, um, uh brings up for some reason um oh that we we have the the record breaking um graduation Lies. rate you know uh, under our administration <laughs> these people be lying you know what I'm saying so I'm just like how how I mean, well at this point we don't know who's lying right <laughs> right that, that that is true but that is true so uh, okay so even so okay if if I were the mayor right mm-hmm. and I saw this article Right, so you know, because you know, CPS of course has a new CEO now or whatever. Um, she picks, huh? I'm sorry, she picks him, right? So she is directly in, she's to blame for the fact that he is in this leadership position, right? Right, right. Uh, let's make that clear. What's what's the what's that what's the man's name? Um, Uh, um, is it not Pedro? No, it's not. Anywho, um, but how long you been there? Let me ask that too, because I feel it's like that, that's year, the reason why we cannot remember his name. <laughs> less than a year. Thank you. Wait, okay. Hold on, hold on. Now, now you got me looking. I thought his last name was Martinez or something like that. Let me. It see is it. Martinez. Okay, I, okay. I, his first name ain't Pedro. I didn't. Are I you sure? Figure that out. Hold on. It is Pedro. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. Yep. It is Pedro. Okay. So, um, uh, what I, where, where am I going with that? So, okay. So now that you have this data, you know what I'm saying? That didn't. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure um, that they, they are aware whether whether the data is true or not. You know, um, if even more so if it wasn't true, you know, um, I would think that if I were Mr. Martinez and this data had came out about my schools, right? You know, that I was put in charge over whatever, um, I would want to call, like you said, a meeting with my principals and say, "Hey, what's up?" You know, say I, I need you to give me some hard um, um, stats on, on on the reading uh, levels of your children in your schools, you know what I'm saying, for like the past six months or whatever. And then I'm like, how come, you know, uh, your students are reading at this grade level? What's, what's going on in your school? And then I put, you know, uh, make those leadership, those that are in leadership accountable for how come, you know what I'm saying, you're having such poor, um, um, results coming out of your school. You know what I'm saying? I would think that that would be because I mean, I guess maybe because that has been 
my experience in corporate, right? When something went wrong and, you know, um, when they, they needed somebody to blame, right? It was coming down the pipeline and it was hitting, you know, the support staff, whatever. And so it was like, this is the issue, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Something is the, the blew up or whatever, whatever. This need to be, you know, this fire needs to be put out now. And so your manager comes to you or whatever with the fire and say, hey, what happened here? Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't see that, that happening. I just see the fire steady burning. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. nobody is, you know, getting the water to put it out. It's just like, oh, okay, you know, like, yeah, the school's there on fire, but, you know, uh, the kids are still graduating. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, how, how you know what I'm saying? they We, we have record number of college um, acceptances at the, I mean, they, they like to say that. It's like, what the can't really um it's interesting because i was at a press conference with her on Mm -hmm. wednesday Uh and it's for a project a development project not educational event right but um it was educational for me because i got to see firsthand (laughs) how um she was a the type of person that would suck the the life out of everything she touches yeah um she's the type of person that is opportunistic yeah and she being our mayor y'all yes child (laughs) okay (laughs) yes uh mayor x x man what do we call her right now (laughs) Uh, exiting (laughs) um there you go this light foot (laughs) Uh i just feel like she's the type of person like i don't know her personally but just kind of seeing how she moves around the room how she, you know, talks about some of the things that she has done and things that she still wants to do, even though she literally should be packing up her office, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, what, what, what space have they already given you, or you know, has your base already said, hey, you need to move into this space? Mm-hmm. She's the only female mayor since Jane Byrne. Do you know how long ago Jane Byrne was in? in office she, she was in the 80s weren't she yes we before, weren't born before i was born i know you know what right I mean? like, so i'm 35 i'll be 36 so you mean to tell me for the past 36 years there's never been another woman in this seat mm-hmm. during the month of march mm-hmm. <laughs> during women's history month no less you gonna mm, that's good still go toe-to-toe with another black woman mm-hmm yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just again, grace, like living in a space where I'm going to leave from a place of grace. She shows her ass all the time. And mm-hmm. it's, it's it, the reason nobody's called her on it is because a lot of times people aren't listening to what she says. But if you listen to what this woman says, like, and you actually have seen some of her process and you've seen some of the people who have to work with her try yeah. to support her. Yeah. It's unfat again, it's unfathomable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the way some people in leadership act yeah and yeah. if she it's, it's kind of like if she acts like that and still also has no real process to be able to have principle have a a leader oh i'm sorry not have pick a person who is going to figure this th- these gaps out <laughs> <laughs> like she's directly 
involved in appointing the CPS board president in the in her um candidate no in her before she was elected is what I'm trying to say before she was elected in her uh first campaign mm-hmm. she was very clear about wanting a hybrid school board right never came through on that never really talked about it after she was elected right right but then also let well I don't know what happened with Janice Jackson I'm a let me with the exception of how how they worked because I don't know how they worked but being somebody who's paying attention very much so now (laughs) um it just doesn't make sense to me that she would pick somebody who couldn't at least exceed what Janice had did right I don't know. For as much money as they get paid. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because these people aren't, these these people in these leadership roles, they are not cheap. And that it just shows me that she's a bad judge of character. So Mm -hmm. people who are a bad judge of character, like I really don't expect a lot from them, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I'm not giving you, you know, the standard of of walking in excellence. You already, like, in my mind, like, you you are okay. You're comfortable with treating people like sugar, honey, iced tea, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not expecting you to pour into or pick somebody that's going to pour into figuring out CPS, especially after that. Hell, most of the teachers, the majority vote is what decides whether CTU's teachers walk out on a strike. Yeah. So you didn't piss teachers off so bad that they didn't during your four little four years. She only been here four years. It seems like right. a long time, right? Mm-hmm. But she's only been here four years. Why did they have to strike? Was it two times or three times, Jackie? In four years? Say, uh, yeah, I want to say twice. So that's what, uh, you know, a lot. <laughs> that's it a is. lot of teachers that said, you know what, forget you and forget your process. You need to do it better. Mm-hmm. Two times, two diff- on two different occasions, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one of those was, again, during a, a, a worldwide global pandemic. Right, yeah. Let, even if we were to say CTU flipped out on her, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the teachers have lost it, right? Yeah. Rightfully so. We're going through a, a doggone pandemic. I'm trying not to curse because it's like <laughs> give these people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing the best they can to keep the future of this city afloat. Right. So, with that said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I heard... In person now, is like what? What? The the event was with um twentieth ward alderwoman Jeanette Taylor and it's like mm-hmm. it's the only twentieth ward event you've come to your mm-hmm. entire well it's after the election right we're still in a runoff for those of y'all that's not from Chicago we're we're talking a lot about politics right now because we're about to vote on uh, a better <laughs> choice you know what I'm saying than what uh-huh. we had for the past four years yep so. <sighs> I don't know. It's like seeing her in action after all of the mess that she's caused. It's like, bye, good riddance. Right. Mm. That's so wild. That's so wild. Because I mean, because that that to me, that also speaks to uh, the level of pride and arrogance that can be exhibited in some levels of leadership because, you know, you don't see where you're messing up. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's e- It's easy to fault 
you know what I'm saying? It's easy to fault mm-hmm. the support staff because mm-hmm. they're on the front lines, right? So it's easy to to say, and you know, it, it could very well be some gaps, you know what I'm saying, in 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 the teachers or whatever. But it's easier to point the fingers at teachers because they're they're out in the front, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But you know, nobody is calling, like we said, the the principals to the carpet. Nobody Except, is calling. I'm sorry. You know, there are there were the teachers called it <laughs> oh well yeah of course of, of course but what i'm saying is that people the the first thing that people will call out are the teachers mm-hmm. you know no, saying? i'm saying the teachers said that this was a broken system <laughs> oh well, yeah absolutely absolutely but what i'm saying is those but when the hammer comes down they'll start asking the teachers first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but before you know you, you start hitting you know any principals at admins and or whatever it is and that it's sad so. because it's like if you if you I don't know if you would just work there okay 649 schools in the city right mm-hmm. even on Pedro Martinez's um his LinkedIn <laughs> serving uh-huh. 330,000 students for CEO of Chicago School Board when you drop down he's had two jobs in the past mm, less than 10 years right um the only other place he has served this many students at least at least given the numbers that he shared right so some of the ones some of the roles don't have (laughs) numbers on them but the only other one that he's even served you know this close to this many not really this many but close to this many students was in where is this deputy superintendent so he wasn't even the ceo Mm -hmm. at uh, at education administration programs in las vegas the clark (laughs) county school district is the fifth largest district in the nation okay okay so he maybe (laughs) you better research you better come on and research i'm just saying like you chose him like so my, I would love to be able to fix this type of problem with somebody who I knew was a teacher right. being in either of their roles. Right. Either one. In the mayor's role, or at least, if not in the mayor's role, it gotta be, you know, in that CPS, CEO, exec, chief executive officer. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. a principal, right? Yeah, I mean, That's yeah. That's like a teacher, because I'm consistently trying to figure out different ways to support my little students, AKA my little employees to make sure that their payment is like, I, I had to tell my daughter today, uh, school's out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers are still actually working <laughs> on days where stu- students are actually not with them. Did y'all know mm-hmm. that? Like mm-hmm. there needs to be somebody who knows what, what it's like to be in the classroom. Mm-hmm. There needs to be somebody in this role, in either of these roles, right? That understands mm-hmm. that the way we build and restore communities across, I bet what they're going to say next is that these 66, no, I'm sorry, that these 649 schools, it was 55, right? Mm-hmm. That these 55 schools are all going to be mysteriously, magically going to be in black and brown neighborhoods. Bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bet <exactly. laughs> I agree. If not, ain't, no, it, yeah. ain't no sand students gonna be um, on this list. <laughs> Let's be real about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who is who's trying to ingrain in us that the way that we've been doing things the best that we could 
from the frontline level. Because mm-hmm. really, y'all trying to pit teachers against parents. Y'all trying to pit parents against teachers. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, yeah. we're starting with the with the people that have the most to lose. Yes. Right. Divide and conquer. It just, it's like, it's such a power play. And again, people who are in power want to keep they want to keep their power. Mm. Hmm. And 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 I, and I think that's where also what when you talk about um people being on the front lines, that's why you have organizations, you know, youth organizations, um, that are are picking up the slack, if you will, the ones mm-hmm. that are like legit, mm-hmm. the ones that like really care and um, and over capacity. You know what I'm saying? Underfunded and all this. So you got you got people, you know, you, you dangling the carrot in front of all these different organizations, you know, that basically, you know, service the same demographic. They service the same Ooh, child. You better preach to that philanthropy you know inside of Chicago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's just like, you know, um, you know, and, and, and I'm very grateful, you know, uh, for you and others that are, are in our circle or whatever that actually have you know, um, a, a heart for the young people that is willing to just be like, you know, at the end of the day, just with, with you know, with, with limited resources, right, with, with no funding and all that stuff, just to have, you know, young people just come over your house or something like that, just say, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying, what's up? Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I've, I've done this several times. Like, yeah, I have an organization, whatever it's that, but I've done it uh, many of times to where if I saw an issue, you know, that was troubling me, like, uh, amongst like the group of young people, you know, that, you know, that the Lord has blessed me, mm-hmm. you know, to be associated mm-hmm. with or whatever, I just say, hey, what y'all doing next Saturday? Just come over to the house or whatever, and, and I'll feed y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just to know that, you know, that that they have somebody in their corner that cares. Like, are you okay? You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, because um, if I'm seeing something or if the Lord allows me to see something that's, like, really troubling or whatever, because I would hate to think, and and I think this is where um a lot of, and I know, you know, you and I, we've talked about this a, a, a thousand times, whatever, you know, continue the conversation tomorrow, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of ministries could step in to, to yes. try to close mm-hmm. that gap. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, I would hate to think that I would be at church with one of my young people shouting and praising the Lord next to a young person that couldn't read. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That that yeah. would just, that would yeah. just... Because there are <laughs> you know, so many signs. You know what I'm saying? That would just, for me personally, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, putting that this is my own conviction. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's not called to work in youth development, Right. So, I mean, that's just for me, for me to know that, that they are struggling with something that is um, as basic as knowing how to read or write. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I not know about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that's, I guess that's a, a mandate or a call for me to be like, you know, a do something, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know. We, I don't know. so there there is something that can be i have a suggestion uh or a a shameless plug i should say Uh Um, for parents who are looking for something concrete quinn chapel african methodist episcopal church were the oldest black congregation in the city of chicago um Mm -hmm. we are hosting a freedom school for the summer this is for third through fifth grade students Breakfast and lunch is provided. There'll be field trips, arts programs, um, and of course, oldest black 
I'm sorry, oh, it's black congregation. I started to say church, but it's not just the building, right? It's the it's the people. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the oldest black congregation in the city of Chicago. We're also, um, you know, going to be promoting uh, black history and exploring mm-hmm. black books. Because as y'all know, people in Florida right now having to, you know, box it out over trying to bring certain books into uh, yeah. classrooms, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're a church. We don't have to. We don't have to buy by that. <laughs> so your baby mm-hmm. will be learning black history, black art, black news, black culture. Um, it's a completely free program, and it is sponsored um, not only by Quinn Chapel African Methodist Episcopal Church, but also Chicago, the um, the Children's Defense Fund. Nice. So, um, we're really excited. Uh, there's a really dope, dope, dope teacher. She's not from Chicago. That's the only that's the only thing, you know, I would be like I'm over the moon about her right now because I know she's gonna bring the energy to the kids that, you know, they really are going to have a great time. I'm enrolling my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I if she was from Chicago, like I would love her just a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know she knows her stuff, right? I'm I'm excited. I trust her with my baby, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we need more parents to sign up. It's mm-hmm. free. She did tell me how many um, students they could accept, but I've forgotten. I want to say um, it's like 80 to 100 or something like that. So, you know, make sure you reach out to Quinn Chapel. Um, you can give us a call, look us up online. We're on social media as well. Um, if you need an application, you can also email me. I'll get you to the right person. My name is, or my email address is info at sincerelytyra.com. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm excited as a potential solution for some of our youngest students. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Jackie, I know you and I. By the time we get closer to the summer, we'll be able to shout out more programs. But yeah. that's what we got right now. Yeah, that's so dope. That is so dope. So definitely, um, y'all don't hesitate to because there are so because mm, uh, I went to well, Tyra, you know this. I went to um, a networking event with the Chicago Learning Exchange. Mm-hmm. oh my god so I so amazing <laughs> so amazing so amazing and 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 the thing about it is it, there was so many organizations so many programs under this one roof just networking with each other whatever like hey what do you do what do you do whatever and so the the collaborations were definitely there but there are so many organizations that have free programming mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, free programming for the spring and for the summer or whatever so if you are a parent you know what I'm saying you don't have to um, um, feel discouraged or worry about you know oh I didn't get my child in enough you know for the programs that, that like for example at the park district or something like that that may have yeah, a associated yeah. to it or something like that there are so many and which, uh, I'm sorry can we oh get yeast Park district, right? Huh? Uh-huh. Park district, public money. Why we gotta yeah. pay to get in the park? <laughs> I mean, have, like for real, like ain't nobody asking that question. <laughs> what that money going to? What um, you know, thirty five, forty five, sixty five to get my daughter in park district this year for just five weeks, not even a full summer. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna tell you how much I pay because y'all just gonna be real discouraged if you have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to discourage y'all like that. Right. In the event that that's all you got next to you, right? Uh-huh. Or in the event that that's the most convenient thing. But it was an astronomical. It was it was a month's rent. Like, uh-uh. I just uh-uh. ooh, I just sorry. Okay, but you were saying, <laughs> uh-huh. oh, okay, no, no. What I'm saying is that you know, oh, okay, you're in the event that you run into that 
situation, um, you know what I'm saying? Do do um, your research. Do your research. <laughs> Definitely do your research because there are so many that, that may not necessarily be set up like a camp to where you can send them for like five, six weeks or whatever. It may not necessarily be that. But there are so many other resources that your children can get exposed to during the spring and during the summer that are mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. That are free. And if you're a teenager and you are used to going to a summer program but now you're transitioning you know into high school um maybe you just turned 14 there are so many jobs you could be applying for right don't be idle this summer (laughs) exactly exactly and 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 if you need help with that you know uh reach out to reach out you can reach out to me uh, or ty or whatever um uh, my organization project increase go to project increase.us or you can follow us on um any other social media Facebook, we're on Facebook, we're on IG, uh, Project Increase. Uh, we can help you as far as like if you need like a work permit or whatever you need to do. It's because somebody, um, you know, the that um, actually, um, your, Jasmine that you were talking about earlier, she hit me mm-hmm. up. You know, what I'm saying she's looking to hire some young yes, people yes, yes. to work in her work in her uh, restaurant. You know, what I'm saying so there there are different opportunities that are out there, and she's going to get me the information, and we're gonna share um uh, the details of that as well but she she wants young people she's looking to hire um some young people so we're going to get that information to you all as well we'll post it on our social medias and all the other stuff so we're going to try to get as many resources out there to our young people um as best as we can because i mean because we're y'all on because cps is on spring break right now right or no Mm-mm. no not spring break but it's just the professional development day which is, I feel like what? they needed to add more to the calendar this year because this they've been professional development day. My grandma out, okay? So me and right. <laughs> when is spring break though? It's in, it's in um, April, right? Yeah, it will April? be in April. <laughs> First week in April, okay. So um, now's the time, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, um, do you happen to have an encouraging, encouraging word? <laughs> Ooh, child, today. I know, I've been petty all day. I'm sorry. Let me... Ooh! <laughs> um, my encouraging word would be to just keep trying. Like, yeah. fold on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to tell my daughter sometimes, um, you know, when she wants to stay on the tablet a little bit longer, and I, you know, explain to her, hey, you need to read so many books a day, right? Or you need mm-hmm. to read so many books a week. Like, we have little challenges like that throughout the throughout the year, the school year. And when she mm-hmm. doesn't want to do that, I and I can't positively motivate her uh, with, like, trips to the movies or, like, you know, just out going out to eat to dinner and stuff. Like, I know she likes to do little shopping trips. When I can't positively motivate her my you know like last straw thing to say would be okay well then do the second grade again right Mm. um for those kids that don't have anybody helping you to stay motivated please and you hear this (laughs) Mm -hmm. um because my hope too jackie is that somebody um is taking our conversations to the classroom right mm-hmm. um using this type of material in curriculum and then letting us know how they did right mm-hmm. <laughs> allowing mm-hmm. for those of y'all that i have to i always boost this when it when it's like the good segue right so jackie has a um has a documentary called listen to me right there mm-hmm. are people out there who are willing to share y'all share with parents share with teachers share with you know, students, whoever is listening in our audience, we want feedback from y'all just so we know, like, 
um, that this this stuff matters to you because it matters to us and you all matter to us, especially our children. Mm-hmm. Um, so my positive word was kind of for everybody, but just don't fold on yourself. Like there there's support out there. There are people who want to see you do well. And um, at the end of the day, like you deserve to, to do well as a student in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Man, um, I guess, okay, since we shameless plug-in, so uh, Project Increase has rolled out um, uh, a, like a sister organization, if you will, uh, where we are pushing out a post-secondary program for uh, grades fifth grade to young adults. Ooh, yes. Uh, <laughs> where the focuses are on um, education, career, uh, financial literacy and social emotional learning. So basically, if you have a young person of pre well, well, basically, um, middle school to young adult, you know, that is uh, in steady in those transitioning phases or whatever. So the reason why we wanted to start it at fifth grade is because we wanted to get young people used to having that conversation mm-hmm. about the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I want them to be familiar with future talk you know i'm I'm sorry jackie for you to be able to even have that type of vision Uh what type of numbers are you look like what type of data are you thinking about looking at (laughs) you know what you i I love you sister i just know you know your stuff like you know you know what i'm just like okay uh, so I did, when we talked about uh, the Chicago Learning Exchange, they have a festival. They're not doing it this year. They're going to uh, resume it next year. They have a festival, what they call like a festival of learning, mm-hmm. to where uh, different organizations that, you know, have different specialties or whatever, they will hook you up with like various, uh, they, they'll bring you basically to where youth are. So whatever it is that you're teaching, whether you're teaching uh, uh, music, art, mm-hmm. whatever, STEAM, STEM, whatever, they will literally put you in front of the young people and say, A, you know, do you need some support or whatever, you know, because they give out like little uh, micro grants and all the other stuff, whatever, whatever program um, that you have, if you want to show it, you know, um, uh, to some young people, whatever, we'll put you in front of those young people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was blessed to have the opportunity to um, uh, be a part of one of the Remake Learning Day festivals. Um, first time I ever did it, um, I tailored my initial program more the one that we have now. Uh, this is basically kind of like where this was birthed from. Um, I, I designed it to where I thought I was going to be in a high school classroom, right? Because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that's what, um, <clears throat> I, when you fill out the application, that's what I put down there. Because um, that's what I was, you know, used to, you know, being in and out of like, you know, older high school classrooms. But they ended up putting me on the West side in elementary school, I was in a fifth grade classroom, right? And so um, I did not have to change, though, any of the curriculum to try to make it fit a fifth grade level. Mm-hmm. They were so um, um, they were so engaging that they literally soaked up all of what it is that I was teaching. And so by by them being so impressionable. And they kept asking me, so are you coming back tomorrow? And I was like, Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? I wish. You know what I'm saying? I wish. But, you know, it was only for, like, those few days or whatever. But I wish, I man, I guess that's kind of like, one, how I got the teaching bug, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So I said, well, because they, they took to the information so well, I said, well, we're going to start um, – our new curriculum at fifth grade, again, getting them used to talking about 
the future because you know they 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 have become accustomed to because we remember we always talk about uh, culture and environment we we always talk about that a lot on this podcast right mm-hmm. and so um, they're easy to talk about their current culture. Of, of of violence of of negative things or whatever. So, but I and that's the with, sad part. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying they they do it without any hesitation or whatever. Why? Because that's what they become accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So anything that that you are constantly exposed to becomes your culture, right? I so, uh oh, <laughs> yes. And the thing I like about what you said is you saw it work in one setting and now you're taking it to try to see if it'll work right yeah um you're allowing yourself to figure out a bigger way to make i'm sorry you're to make a bigger impact your yeah. impact was really long and strong don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> like you you're allowing yourself to say okay i saw something that works mm-hmm. um, yeah for yeah. parents that are listening to this i hope you know hearing Jackie inspires you to say, oh, okay, you know, um, if I have an idea, <laughs> mm-hmm. no matter what my job is, because I'm uh, also, let's, let's actually, let's pause right there. Can we say, or enter like a round of applause right here just for Jackie, because you had some good news happen in the past two weeks, right? Yeah. Yes, Please ma'am. share. Please do just for <laughs> people. Okay, so put the respect on your name. Oh my God! So, anywho, so y'all, I transitioned out of my um, out of my corporate job, if you will, my nine to five, and now I am um operating um on Project Increase and and the uh other entities of Project Increase on a full time basis. So we are. Uh, we are contracted, you know, with the state of Illinois, and so we're looking to gain like some other contracts. So we're basically doing youth development um, on a full time basis, which I, I love because I know this is where God has called me to. And so I've been praying, uh, you know, really like um, seeking God about this new space, you know, that that I am in that I've wanted to be in for so long, and and I know it's just a new opportunity for faith for me. It's like a new journey of faith for me. Um, I'm learning so much already, you know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like, I mean, when you get a new job, right? And so you, you're you fresh. And even though you may know like the basics or the logistics, like the foundational uh, parts of the job, but as you actually start, you know, doing it and, and, and getting into it like on your own, you're like, oh man, I didn't know that, or I didn't know that. You see more and more of what the need is. But I would say, even like the, the challenges that I've ran into um, as of late, I would rather run into those challenges than any than any corporate challenge for, mm. for me. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather do that. But um, and, and I think and I praise God, you know, for, uh, for this opportunity um, because it's, it's crazy because um, like even at the uh, event that we were just at, you know, so many connections. Um, Lord has blessed like so many doors that we're gonna be able to uh, present our program just on on bigger scales and stuff like that. And I'm just like, well, God, I, I, all I need is two. I just need <laughs> two, just give me two. Solid, cause I, I can't be around the city chasing twenty contracts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. just give. Me, I just, Amen. I'm just one, Amen. I just one, I'm just one little person. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not even. I'm not even five two, so I'm just you know I can't. <laughs> <Jackie>. um, <laughs> 
So, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't be running around here chasing twenty contracts. So I might just give me a solid two, and and I want to see this, you know, expand with these solid two. And you know, and and Tyra and I are having like different conversations with different uh, ministries or whatever to see how. Uh, you know, this could work as far as like um, developing holistic youth ministries and mm-hmm. not just, you know, and not just uh, um, typical youth ministries that only focus on the spiritual aspect, but where they could um, um, help to develop our young people on a holistic level, every aspect, you know, because mm-hmm. God, of course, cares about every aspect of your life and not just your soul or your spirit. So um, that was a long encouraging word. It was good though. <laughs> it inspired was, me. I cannot. <laughs> if it ain't inspired nobody else that's listening to this, it inspired me. So thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you are dope, black queen. Thank you. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Or oh, praise God. Okay, y'all. <laughs> so we will catch y'all some other on some other platform on a live. Yes, we need to do a live. Okay. We need to do. Oh, we need to do a live about that whole the article college thing. We need to do a live about that because I was talking to some people at the networking event about that, and there was like there's so many perspectives. Um, just like a little, uh, little insight. We were talking about kind of like the state of education, right? Mm-hmm. About like difference like the perception of community college versus you know universities and stuff like that and there's so many things as far as like how we are presenting education as a whole to our young people so Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about that we'll see how we gonna make that happen but we're gonna do a live i'm excited i'm excited already i was at an event today and i was just like this is pomp and circumstance why am i sitting like why Uh y'all wasting tax never mind Uh (laughs) uh-oh Y'all, <laughs> so I'm ready, Jackie. I'm ready. Oh, I'm gonna God. have some material, I'm gonna have some data. <laughs> I know you are. I know if one thing Tyra gonna, Tyra gonna have the data, be like, Look, explain this. What is this about? All right, y'all, we're gonna catch y'all next. Some platform, it's Ooh. gonna be alive. Our next one's gonna be alive. So jump on, on jump on our social media and tell us who you want us to interview. Yes, be on the lookout for that. All right, y'all. You all have an awesome weekend and we'll we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.